Science in diction and fact over fiction. Learning and growing and healing afflictions. Authentic and supportive, knowledge a plethora. Welcome to the Library of Alexandria. Hi everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Library of Alexandria. So, today is Thursday, January 7th, 2021, which means yesterday was Wednesday, January 6th, 2021. And as we all know, yesterday was totally dystopian. It was one vile and heinous act after another. These people, these terrorists, are insane. And I mean that in every sense of the word. They are not of sound or sane mind, which, as we can see, and experience has extremely dangerous and destructive consequences, and not just to themselves, to the masses as well, clearly. And those plagued minds mutated into upheaval in an attempt to dismantle the very fabric of human nature, which is empathy and respect. And what's so crucial to understand about the mindsets and psyches of these deeply self-loathing individuals is just that. They are deeply self-loathing. What's more is that they themselves have zero awareness of this truth. How we treat others, how we treat our community, how we treat our fellow humans starts with how we treat ourselves, even if this isn't obvious to us, which most of the time it's not. This is the truth. It is paramount that we prioritize nurturing the self first, because that's where we learn true love. And true love knows true empathy. So with that, I want to share with you what I call the formula for effective empathy. Now, Brene Brown has single-handedly transformed the ways in which we think about, understand, and apply the concept of empathy to our individual lives and to the collective. She has taught us and shown us that empathy is absolutely necessary to progress human society and push the collective forward. Thank you, Brene Brown. And now I'm going to take it a step further and explain to you how to empathize in ways that are effective. And I say this because while most of us understand that empathy is absolutely necessary, how to go about expressing it genuinely and effectively is lost on many of us. For example, I have a friend who tragically had a miscarriage and while so many people reached out to her in an attempt to empathize to comfort her and show their support their attempts to empathize were actually very hurtful heedless and harmful and it shocked me just how many people spoke to her in this unempathetic thoughtless way by saying things like at least you know you can get pregnant or it wasn't the right time or I have a friend who's had two miscarriages and now she has three kids. Or I've had a miscarriage too, so I know how you feel, which is one of the worst ones because everyone's reality, everyone's individual experiences are unique. So this type of communication between people is not okay. It's regressive and we're trying to be progressive. So it needs to be addressed and it needs to change. So let's get into it. Empathy. Empathy is defined as the ability to understand and share the feelings of another. The ability to understand, so comprehend, the feelings of another. What are feelings? Feelings are an emotional state, i.e. our reality. So empathy is the ability to comprehend and share the emotional state, the reality of another. In order to effectively empathize, we need to listen deeply. And in order to be able to listen deeply, 
we need to follow a formula. First, we need to listen with focus. More specifically, we need to listen with intent to focus. If we are reading what someone is sharing with us, like a text, we need to read with attention to detail. More specifically, we need to read with intent to pay attention to detail. We need to be willing to invite the other person's feelings, their experience, their reality into both our minds and physical bodies and internalize it. And we need to do this without presumptions or assumptions. Second, we need to reflect their words back to them. This is an extremely important step. It's a crucial step that most of us skip. See, oftentimes when we are trying to empathize, we try to interpret someone's experience by using our own language to translate their experience so that we can understand it. And oftentimes when we do that, we end up using words that are not authentic to the person's experience and can and often does trigger them. So we need to reflect their words back to them, meaning reflect their experience back to them, meaning reflect their reality back to them. That shows them that we truly have held space for them. We have internalized their words. We have taken them into our minds and bodies and we have processed them and have truly seen and heard them because you audibly reflected their exact words back to them verbatim. Which is why they are sharing their story in the first place. They want validation and affirmation in their truth, in their reality. They want to know that their very real story has value and is worthy of being heard and seen and that their words describing their reality matter. Doing all this allows us to feel deeply, allows us to deeply feel the other person's experience and reality. And this is what allows us to comprehend and share their feelings, their emotional state. And this is what empathy is. There is nothing more personal or intimate than one's own existence, than one's own reality, than one's own life. And this is why empathy is so important, why it's necessary, why it needs to be top of mind. This is why human beings not only desire validation and affirmation, we need to be validated and affirmed in our experiences, in our feelings, in our realities, and not be misjudged. If someone shares something with you that catches you off guard, perhaps they say something that shocks you, that surprises you, that frustrates you, that confuses you, that maybe even frightens you, ask them to repeat it. Ask them to say it again. Because the second time around, you can listen with intent to focus instead of intent to react. On the other hand, if you're reading someone's story, someone's truth, and you find it shocking, this gives you an added benefit because it gives you an opportunity to pause and reflect, giving you a further opportunity to focus on reading with intent to pay attention to detail instead of intent to react. And this isn't to say that you can't execute pause in that moment to reflect and process while in a live communication with someone. When in the process of empathizing with others and getting curious about them and their reality, it's also necessary that we get curious about ourselves and our reality too in that moment. When you want to empathize, when you're trying to do that, be present in the moment, not just present with the other person, be present with yourself as well and beware of how your physical body and mind are feeling in that moment, how your physical body and mind are reacting when you take in the other person's story, when you take in the other person's words, when you internalize their reality. And if you're not in the headspace to empathize, that's okay. Be self-serving and let the other person know. Be honest and transparent. You can say something like, unfortunately, I don't feel I'm the right person to share this with. 
you will be doing yourself a service and in turn doing them a service as well because you'll be being authentic and you won't be holding inauthentic space for them. I also want to make clear that if you have done your due diligence in empathizing, you have followed the formula and you still maintain a different perspective, a different view than what the other person is saying, if what they are saying and sharing still doesn't align with you, still doesn't resonate, that is okay because you have done your work. You have done your due diligence in empathizing with them and their reality to the best of your ability. If you're still having trouble empathizing and you really want to understand someone's reality so that you can empathize, remain curious and gather more information. Consult the oracle that is Google to gain more information. Perhaps consult someone else who might be able to better explain this, being someone's story, their reality, their truth, so that you can better understand and therefore better empathize. You could also journal about your feelings, which will slow down your brain, allowing you to gain clarity on why you feel the way you feel. There is a lot that goes into empathy. Make sure you're doing the work so that you can contribute, so that we can contribute as a collective to creating and maintaining a more understanding, compassionate, loving, sensitive, inclusive, and overall empathetic human society. It is our duty to create the world we want to live in. And we start by creating that world by making those changes and shifts in our reality first. So let's stay committed to the work. All right, everyone, this is all I have for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for showing up for yourself and showing up to push the collective forward and progress human society. I am so grateful that you are here. I will be back next Thursday with a new topic. Not sure what that's going to be yet. It's going to be juicy, though, and I'm going to have lots of information and knowledge to share with you. So until then, be sure to protect your peace. Nurture yourself in ways that are going to do just that, to protect your peace. All right, everyone. Cheers. Oh, baby, 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 baby.